What is the most important issue facing the nation today? From the news in Canberra, you wouldn't think it was the bushfires, nor the drought, nor restoring what we once had before the politicians took them away, the lowest electricity prices in the world, nor building and not uh, developing that great network of dams to water our dry continent, which Dr. John Bradfield designed a century ago. Nor is it stopping the cruel betrayal of our children, that is the dramatic decline in school standards to below that of even Kazakhstan. The big news from Canberra these days is what an eager nation was anticipating. A fleet of brand new luxury limousines, including BMWs from Germany. They'll carry our politicians to and from their special lounges in the airports prior to luxury class travel across the continent and to the world. This will save taxpayers money, they claimed. Excuse me a moment, I'm just looking up to see if any pigs are flying overhead. Curiously, although hybrids are included, none are electric. A case of uh, do as I say, not as I do. The luxury limousine fleet exists to keep the politicians away from the people, isolating them to mixing only with the denizens of the Canberra swamp. In Switzerland, on the other hand, they make a virtue of politicians who are mostly part-time using public transport to keep in touch with the people. Politicians there have real jobs during the 40 weeks they're not in session. Now, the other big news was the massive assistance handed out by Canberra. It wasn't to our struggling farmers, nor to the victims of the bushfires magnified by the massive fuel load they've locked up in the national parks and along the roads. It was to give yet another billion dollars to the hard-up owners of our wind farms. They're principally and increasingly foreign investors, including those under the ultimate control and direction of the Beijing communists. These foreign investors already send out $1.6 billion every year in the subsidies taken from you, from businesses and even the poorest Australians. $1.6 billion a year. So why not celebrate the Christmas season by giving them, giving them and not lending them, another billion dollars? I do wonder if this gift will be remembered when some in the current flock of politicians decide, as they say, to spend more time with their families. The ex-politicians will no doubt be looking around for something as undemanding but as well paid as that scored by Hunter Biden in the Ukraine and Communist China when his father was vice president. The other big summer issue for the federal government was how to get out of the international requirement that we have a stockpile of at least 90 days fuel. We actually have less than a third of this, significantly less than any other similar country. The solution is an innovation. 
why not just rely on President Trump's goodwill and use the American stockpile? The only problem with that is that Canberra doesn't seem to have worked out that when you really need access to the American stockpile, it could well be because we're under some blockade stopping all fuel from getting through. So how would we get the fuel from America? At least there wasn't an announcement over summer that the 12 French nuclear submarines to be converted into obsolete versions and to be delivered on the never-never will be costing more than the well over 250 billion already revealed. And that was to keep Christopher Pine in Parliament, but he didn't stay anyway. Now it's reasonable to expect that our politicians would have some foresight, some vision. What's happening today was obvious, months indeed, years ago. What's the point of government if they neither prepare for disaster nor even sufficiently reactive when disaster actually occurs. A real government would be mobilising the nation behind a declaration of emergency, which would also ensure we never again are in the disastrous situation we find ourselves today. We're in a drought which has been made worse, far worse, by the politicians. We're fighting bushfires, made far worse by the negligence of the politicians in their massive build-up of fuel loads. It is an established and incontestable fact that there is not a significant problem in Australia which, if it weren't created by the politicians, has been made significantly worse by them. Not one significant problem. The only solution is that the politicians must be required by the people to give us back our country.